Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Handyman Podcast. I'm Todd Gilbert. And I'm Brett Fortney. And we are back. Not in the New York groove, but we're we're back, uh, though. You know, I mean, we, Ace Fraley's got the New York groove locked down. We can't really... We can't really claim that, but you know, I was looking through a box of 45s yesterday and was, and that was in there. That was in there. there. I was, I was, I was inspired by your shirt, you know? Oh, rocking the kiss that was shirt random. today. That was random. It was like some days when you know you're not doing much for the day, you just pull a shirt out. You don't make a, a decision. I believe, on I believe that shirt uh, was part of the Sonic Boom uh, album package, the deluxe package. I think that's where it came from. Yeah, I couldn't actually remember. Thank you for reminding me. I got your back, man. The one I thought it might have came with the uh, box set. I couldn't remember. The one been Kiss a couple album like deluxe things. That... The one Kiss album you can't get on vinyl. Thanks, Walmart. <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> but uh, really? <laughs> we've uh, we've been absent for a little bit. Um, lots of technical difficulties with the last episode we recorded, which is always fun. Plus, uh, Brett and I yeah. are busy people, man. We got things. We got things we do, you know. We do things. We got and, things going uh, on. Man. You know, I'm I'm in the midst of uh, prepping for comic conventions and um, working on some production things for other people's music stuff. And Brett's got you know all his things that he's be doing. Um, he's be doing. Wow, I that, right. I don't know where that came from, but. <laughs> Um, so while, while we try to do it every week, um, a lot of the times it might just end up being when, when we're able to, you know, sometimes it's hard to to come up with a bunch of cool things to talk about every single week, because sometimes nothing happens during the week, you know? Yeah. When a week's unproductive, you don't want to just make up stuff. I mean, that's a good thing for the world that there isn't things happening, but it's not good for Talk about things that have happened. <laughs> when Brett and I are short on things to talk about, it's probably a good thing for the world. Um, yeah, <laughs> although yeah. sadly, the world went up and got itself in a damn hurry the last couple of weeks, and we got things to talk about. But uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is, but uh, what have you been up to since uh, the last episode we've been out here? We always like to catch up before we uh, launch into you things. You know, I don't you really. Know. You know, we were. Uh, we have been talking for the last few weeks, but you know, I will say that when you're talking about us being really busy, I haven't been too busy. I haven't been that all right, maybe busy I'm at all. Busy actually, then. sorry, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say that for yourself. I don't. That's. I'm right. sure you have. You know, but I have not. Um, I'm pretty sure that my tires almost went flat because they really haven't been driven on in about a week. Well, it's snow again, you know. Yeah, we went to Snowmageddon. Yeah, I had to, you know, I'm not quite the scraper either. So I uh, went out there and started my car a few times for a half hour at a time. Just let it run. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll spend five dollars in gas just to warm it up. I don't even uh, care. When, when you live in in uh, the struggle, as we'd like to say, when you're uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's harder for people like us to get out there and just get muscle behind it and scrape off five inches of ice and. And all yeah. that crap. I myself, um, like, bought a friend of mine lunch to come over and help me unbury my car because I went, mm. I went because I had to go somewhere that day. I had no choice, and yeah. my car was literally buried in a foot of snow. Yeah, because they power parked a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which, which in turn buries every car. You know? Right. Right. And we got here in Davis and Michigan, we got 11 and a half inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And I think I here think in, uh, got that too, didn't it? Roughly. Yeah. Right around the same, right around there. Yeah. Um, I'm in the Linden area, which is really, really close to Fenton, but right. um, it's like, you know, two miles down the road. But um, I think we all pretty much in the, area of the Grand Blank, Fenton, uh, Swartz Creek, all that, we all pretty much got the same yeah. amount, which is over a foot. My kids, um, they live up north, and they, I mean, they live in Midland, so, I mean, it's an hour north, but up there, they only got, like, four inches. Yeah, I heard that. I was be nice. paying attention to that, because I was seeing some people out on, you know, up north in Tawas and stuff, and I'm like, they didn't get any snow there? Right, uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. Not hardly any. But no, I've just been working on, you know, doing the drawings and all that, getting ready for the comic conventions. And mm-hmm. um, and then I started the about once a year, maybe every year and a half, as you will understand, the reorganization of the man cave. Mm-hmm. You know, I got mm-hmm. my back room here where um, my girlfriend just kind of gave me the back room of our apartment to just make into my like fortress of solitude. You know, this is where I'm recording the podcast. This is where all my records are and where I record uh, music and stuff. And I got all my movies and stuff back here. And, you know, it's my own little, little nerd cave. I love it, but it's, it was time to reorganize and um, changing around the record, my record setup. Based on yours, um, I had, mm-hmm. you know, a receiver with big speakers and all that stuff. <clears throat> and then when I came over to your house a couple weeks ago and you showed me there, I mean, I, they're basically bookshelf speakers that you have. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're no bigger than, you know, I don't know, probably 10 inches, like in, like, yeah. like, like height wise, you know, maybe eight, to, in, yeah. eight yeah. to 10 inches. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. those things sounded incredible through yeah. the turntable you have which is the audio technica right yeah 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 and you and mm-hmm. i both own the same turntable as well and uh <clears throat> so i had speakers like that at home that i was using for just my computer and stuff like that and i never thought to try and hook my record player up to it so mm, yeah. i decided well i'm going to try this and i swapped it and in reality it sounds better here's the thing i want to tell you this uh, the reason I feel like what we're talking about here is this is relevant to this is that last year, a mutual friend of ours, Vic Tatum came over yeah. and we were looking at stuff down the basement and stuff in my DJ booth in the basement, which is kind of crazy, but that's just, you know, me, whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, Vic said to me something like, haven't you ever just played your music through like a stereo? And I'm like, wow, that's what that is. He goes, no, that's a, that's the a PA system. system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a let's play really loud for a lot of people. Haven't you just played? I'm like, I guess I really haven't thought about that, but I haven't done that since I was a kid, you know? So, yeah. Then I made this setup here with just a basic, you know, with some in another room in my bedroom that, um, because my, that's another whole story, but the man cave that I'm waiting on is still not here because the flooring's not here to re, you know, yeah, to redo everything. In year, yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting on that. So I made this setup in my room and like, I thought about it. Like if I put this 
record on and sit right in the middle of my bed. So it's right in between the two speakers here. I can hear things that I never heard before because I'm used to hearing things really loud. And maybe yeah. just all kind of maybe, you know, when you hear things loud, you don't hear things as well sometimes, you know, sure. certain little, certain little things about songs that you never heard. And this setup that I'm using now is just like incredible. And then these little, and, and Vic was right. Yeah. You know, shout out Vic to was Vic. Right. And that's what, I don't know if you can tell with listening to anything totally. you've been listening to. I, it's weird. Like I've noticed that using these smaller speakers, like size of speaker doesn't always dictate how loud or how good they are. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, I'm noticing more clarity. Like yeah. I'm, I'm hearing things that um, are more prominent now in, in, in the, in the records and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it's all because of the small speakers, but I also think it might be because we're not running our record players through five things to get to speakers. Right. It's record player into speaker. Like that's it, you know, and they're powered speakers, which is why we can do that. But they, it sounds incredible. I'm so tickled. I'm really glad. I mean, I'm really glad to see. And I, I guess I'm kind of copying my, my daughter actually at Christmas time got herself a turntable. Yeah. And then she bought some speakers and it was, it's her thing that she was going to do. And I was going to try to do that for her with a receiver and everything. And then, you know, I started thinking about like, if you just have a turntable, it's a nice one, like, you know, that has a Bluetooth or a hookup to some powered speakers. That's like, and you don't need all the other stuff. It's perfect. And I thought, wow, she's getting to listen to music. Like I used to, when I was a kid, I want to do that again. So that's kind of why I did that, you know, cause when I'd yeah. be in my room as a child and now, you know, I have these records and I'm able to buy them now and like sit in my room and like maybe listen to an album before I fall asleep. And with the automatic on the record player just picks it up and turns itself off. Absolutely. <laughs> it's perfect. It's awesome. Perfect. So it I is. definitely want to recommend to all you audio files out there. If there are any listening to the show, Try it out, man. I mean, yeah, it's really tempting to get, you know, big fancy speakers and a receiver and, you know, a mixer and all that stuff, which is cool. I mean, it's not it's not bad. It's it's really cool. But if you live in an apartment or a small space, smaller speakers are kind of where it's at. I, I was literally floored with with how it sounded. Yeah, I think that our rooms that we're both in right now as we're mm-hmm. speaking about the same are uh Huh? Yeah, about the same size. So, yeah. you know, it's just like when you're sitting in a room, by you know, and it's the speakers don't need to be as loud because they're going to be bouncing all along the walls and stuff when you're yeah. hearing it. So, well, in the way so our, it's a perfect. Yeah, and the way our apartment is set up, the door to my room is at the end of our apartment. So, like, <clears throat> if you come in the front door, at the very, very end across from you is the door to my room. So that room the doorway shoots out into the whole apartment. So I put a record on, turn the speakers up a little more than I would have back here. And it filled almost the whole apartment. Yeah. Because you're right. It's bouncing off the walls. It's coming through the, you know, sounds fantastic, but we can go on about this for a long time. Must being giant (laughs) music nerds, but, uh, (laughs) but uh, there's Mm -hmm. a couple things in uh, that's been going on in the world. I wanted to talk about, um, First of all, being um, the, I mean, this is as us being humongous music nerds, 
the elephant in the room. We can't we can't not talk about this. And that's everything that's going on with Spotify right now. Yeah. Um, Neil Young, uh, what, about a week ago now, um, pulled his music from Spotify after Spotify paid Joe Rogan $100 million to bring his show exclusively to Spotify. Um, yeah. Neil Young's reasoning is Joe Rogan has people on his show that he feels is spreading disinformation. I'm not going to say one way or the other what I think about that because it's not really about that. Um, Right. But Joe Rogan brings on very controversial people. He, you know, I've listened to his show many times. And the way I always see his show is he tries to bring on every side of an argument. You know what I mean? Like he he has brought on people that are very pro vaccine and pro, you know, all the safety precautions and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he'll challenge them with questions on what he wonders or what he thinks or whatever. And, but he also brings on conspiracy theorist people and, you know, gives them this big platform. My, mm-hmm. my question is, is, is it really worth making a big deal over when he occupies just a small area of entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's a podcast and yes, he's famous and yes, he has celebrities and yes, he brings on people and, and Spotify gave him this huge platform. But at the end of the day, everybody that's listening, you would think can form their own opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't what do you know. Think? I mean, do you do you really think I, you know it was worth making such a big stink over? Well, I mean, from from the from thing, that you know, standpoint, I mean, no, yeah, right. Well, Neil Young has also always been very political from even in the early seventies and stuff, sure. and always been very whatever his ideals are you know it's like he's gonna fight and that's just his new but i think it's a slippery slope when you do that when you try to um whether you like his his rhetoric or whatever um yeah go rogan if you like it or not it's still somebody with a free speech that he has can do whatever he wants well i mean there are limits uh i guess you know you don't want to talk about certain things but um and Spotify is a platform for people with free speech. That's what the whole thing with, uh, I mean, that's what a podcast is. I mean, yeah. we're talking freely about things and we're not mm-hmm. being, you know, we might be, ju- you know, judged or whatever, but we're not going to be, um, You'll shut be persecuted up. by the government yeah. for our thoughts. Yeah. Right. Um, now, so, you know, it's, it is a super soap. I do see both sides. I mean, Neil sure. Young is, standing by what something that he feels is incorrect. And I see his point, but I also see Joe's um, side as well. I, I see both sides. And for me, everybody ganging up on Neil Young and bashing him and stuff like that, I think is uncalled for um, mm-hmm. because, and they're saying, Oh, he's turning things into politics and he's trying to force his own opinions and he's trying to blah, blah. Do, do, do all these people forget what rock and roll is? Mm-hmm. Like or what music is in general? I mean, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, 
Joni Mitchell, all these people made careers making songs that were protesting things, standing up for the rights of things that they believed in. I mean, Bob Dylan is one of the one of the biggest people that did that did that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in the 60s especially, you know, you had all these amazing folk artists and singer-songwriters that were taking it to things they didn't believe were right. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's all Neil Young is still doing. Yeah. He's he's standing that's- up for what he personally thinks is the right thing to do. And I, I don't think mm-hmm. he should be shunned for that at all. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do you hear a lot of people right? I haven't seen a lot of posts or anything, even on social media. I guess I haven't been looking, but are they doing like mean things on Facebook and stuff? Oh yeah. People are trashing stuff? him and people are making these memes like, Oh, this just in Millie Vanilli pulls their music from Spotify. <laughs> you know, like, Everybody's ratting on it, and I mean that is funny, but like it is kind of funny, is right? Kind of funny. Right, right. The best one I saw was a uh, sexual chocolate is pulling their music from Spotify now. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's the band from Coming to America with Randy Watson. Yeah, but uh, Randy Watson. <laughs> you might know him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama, but uh, <laughs> but but on the flip of that. I've always had an issue with Spotify, as you know, and many people know. And Mm -hmm. where my beef runs in, and I think um, this isn't why Neil did it, but I'm sure this is a factor. Spotify gave Joe Rogan $100 million. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that Joe Rogan has no right to have a podcast or say what he wants to say or even be paid to do his show. More power to you. If you can earn that kind of money, hell yeah, go out and earn your money. But the fact that Spotify can give him $100 million but can't pay an artist for the streams on their website says something to me. Like, a stream gets you a fraction of a penny. You have to have millions and millions of streams to see like 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's garbage. That's it's 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 horrible. Apple Music, Amazon, um, Amazon Music, Apple Music, uh, all that stuff pay artists way better than that. Way, yeah. way better. Um, I won't get into, into a number crunch thing because that's freaking boring. But. You know, I look at, as myself as a recording artist, I get monthly statements from my distribution, you know, the place that distributes my music to different places. And everything I've ever made comes from everywhere but Spotify. And (laughs) Spotify has the same amount of streams as everywhere else. Yeah. With my stuff. That's crazy. Like, to me, that just says how crooked the dude that runs Spotify is. Because it's yeah. the music that's bringing people to Spotify. It's not Joe Rogan. Right. right. No offense to Joe Rogan, but people uh, have been on Spotify long before him. And it's because mm-hmm. they can, for free, most times, listen to whatever they want. Or they pay a yeah. subscription price and they can listen to unlimited mm-hmm. songs without actually having to go out and buy the record or support the artist or any of that stuff. You know what? How about this? I feel like 
Joe Rogan actually might be going for some kind of Howard Stern status and with Spotify, yeah. like, you know, Stern is with Sirius XM, sure. you know, maybe that's why they gave him that much money. Cause they're hoping that he's going to be their next Howard Stern. Right. That's what I'm thinking. You no, know, I, and controversy yeah. is good with those kind of people. Sure. Jock, shock jocks and all that stuff there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's not the job. And at the end of the day, Joe Rogan, you know, he's a comedian as well. It's not on comedians to be politically correct all the way. Right. You know what I mean? Some of the greatest comedians in the world, in my opinion, uh, people Mm -hmm. like George Carlin, Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, um, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, those people were not ever politically correct, really. Like, yeah. they didn't care. Yeah. They they just, they, they, the whole point was to say things that are shocking but funny and humorous observations of real life and yeah. and stuff like that. And so yeah. to come at a person that that's their job just seems weird to me. And and again, I get everybody's side of it, but at the end of the day, I I don't think... Him just being allowed the platform itself is a bad thing. I, I think well, it's fine. The money, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, I'm think, I think, though, what this whole thing is really about is the disinformation that they believe that he's given out now. Yeah. It, so that's like the specific reason all this has been happening. So it's not as general as maybe everybody thinks it is. I think that maybe with this disinformation that, you know, they believe or whatever, whoever's in charge. Um, I'm wondering if that's the same as maybe, you know, anybody else going on a show like a Kanye West or whoever it might be. I don't know. I just thought of that name, but anybody that goes on TV and says a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, uh, saying something like, you know, this whole pandemic is fake. Don't believe it. Right. And in, in a way that is kind of being this in making people disinformed when you're yeah. telling people that, sure. I, you know, and that's kind of what I think of this whole thing. So on that way, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I believe definitely... what I want to believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if there's enough people that have their own minds to be able to, sort things out i mean there are some people that are straight or swayed excuse me for you know certain things that they believe in because you know they've been told it a whole bunch of times and they start believing things but that's a whole nother thing you know yeah yeah um (laughs) at the end of the day i think it's you know collect all the information you can um check your sources people seriously um, mm-hmm. a video made by a guy in his basement on YouTube that just claims he knows what's going on is not a reputable source. Come on, people. But, right. <laughs> you know, do your research and form your own opinion. And don't, don't, um, you know, attack people whose opinion just might be different. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody can right. have different opinions. It's right. okay as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, that's 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 where we stand on that. But uh, also what came down the pike, I want to say it was yesterday, was the Oscar nominations mm, Yeah, for yeah. the 2022 Oscars. And man, I got to say, I'm disappointed. Are you? Um, a lot of good movies came out in the span 
of that time. And I mean, there are some good ones on there and some I've never seen. Uh, yeah. Nominated for Best Picture, things like King Richard uh, with Will Smith, um, Nightmare Alley, which I have not seen yet, but it's supposed to be awesome. West Side mm-hmm. Story, mm-hmm. Um, things like that. But there's no I, I went through the whole list. OK, there is not a single Marvel movie in there. And the yeah, only one yeah. that got it is the new Spider-Man. And the only thing it got nominated for was visual effects. That's it. Oh, really? I personally saw that movie in the movie theater. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that um, the the main actor, Tom Holland, gave an Oscar-worthy performance. That yeah. movie was so well done. Um, I, I, I think it is a travesty that movies like that still to this day aren't considered big deals. There have been, hasn't there been in the recent past, anything though, that has been nominated for any, I yeah, think there has been, I mean, there, or I, I, I just I, wondered if, hmm, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. you're good. Um, I believe one of the Avengers movies got nominated. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Seems and like. when Heath Ledger died, uh, oh, he yeah. got nominated for Dark Knight after he died. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm going through the release schedule here online, looking at all the movies that came out that would have fit in that release window. Yeah. And movies like The Little Things mm-hmm. was, were incredible um, with Rami Malik and uh, Denzel Washington and yeah. uh, Jared Leto. Judas and the Black Messiah. Fantastic yeah. film. Uh, also not nominated for anything. Um, it you know it's just and and once movies get nominated for best picture, all those are the the actors that get nominated for everything else. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So when you look through mm-hmm. the rest of the nominations, for the most part, it's all people that were in those movies that are nominated for best picture. Right, right. Um, I did. Do you remember me talking about it earlier, way like last year when they were talking about it being released, that licorice pizza thing? I really, yeah, that's for nominated. some reason, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I still haven't seen it, but I don't know. It, it gives me good vibes, just the the, the look of it. Even, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just look at it and think like, wow, all those stars. And, and I've seen some previews and stuff. It really looks good. I, I'm really, I want to see that. Is that something that, Probably you can only get it selected theaters right now. Um, yeah, a lot of the things that are nominated are still in theaters uh, or just aren't out yet uh, mm-hmm. in the digital or purchasing world. Mm-hmm. Um, but even stuff like uh, Amy Adams, for example, did this movie called mm-hmm. Woman in the Window. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. Really, really mm-hmm. good. She gave a, a hell of a performance for that. But instead, Nicole Kidman gets nominated for being the Ricardos, which I did see. And honestly, it's not that great. Um, <laughs> I watched one part of it. Yeah, it's 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 weird because you think it's a biopic. You think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not right. It's just uh, the day of them filming a certain episode, pretty much. And the stuff they went through trying to film it. Like it was, it's fun 
seeing people playing those people. Yeah, like, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But best best actress. Eh, I, I I'm thinking like, why don't they get somebody like Deborah Messing to play her? Yeah, she's fantastic. Too. Yeah. Why couldn't they get somebody like her to play Lucille Ball? That's more, um, I don't know. I just feel like she looks like her. She's a comedian. She's very, I don't know. I just thought she would be a better pick for that. But yeah, she gets but, looked over all the time when it comes to the Lucille Ball roles because there's been a few. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and another, another, huge, another huge snub that lots of people are mad about is Respect. Oh, yeah. The Aretha Franklin biopic. Yeah. Didn't get nominated for anything. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson, okay, who gave the performance of a damn lifetime, in my opinion, Mm, playing Aretha Franklin. She was incredible. I didn't see it. How did you see it? Is it? Did you see it? It's out on Blu-ray and stuff. I have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. She gave the performance of a damn lifetime. It is an amazing movie. It is really, really good. Um, better than Dune, which got nominated for freaking best picture that I fell asleep <laughs> trying to watch twice. Um, Isn't it really long too? long and boring? Like, uh, you know, <sighs> there are sci-fi people that are, that are friends of mine that love it, but I was bored. I was really bored. Um, but that and House of Gucci, which I guess was really great, but I haven't seen both got yeah. snubbed hard. And yeah. I don't know if the right people didn't politic enough for it or whatever, but the fact that Jennifer Hudson didn't get nominated for Best Actress makes me sad. Maybe they're just not wanting the biopics this year, which also the is silly, in my opinion. Like, if, if the movie's good, the movie's good. You yeah, know I what know. I mean? Like, I know. I know it's weird. If Um, everybody was into a new Disney movie, that should be nominated. If that's a good movie, you know, I don't know why. Right. Everything has to be categorized. It used to not be. I mean, I'm pretty sure that like, I feel like, is it, was it um, maybe Snow White, maybe nominated Mm -hmm. for some, one of these, a few of these movies were nominated back in the fifties and stuff. They were nominated and they won, you know? Well, Disney puts forth amazing stuff. And on top of that, Pixar, Pixar makes mm-hmm. incredible stuff too. I mean, yeah, they do. if a Pixar movie is nominated this year, it's going to win. That's just yeah. how it goes. Pixar has never lost. <laughs> you that's, know what I mean? That's yeah. Well, that's funny because when I was going, I was showing Laura, my wife, uh, yesterday on Disney plus I'm like, look, Laura, they have Disney and Pixar categories. Yeah. They got two different, I mean, you know well, what I mean? Pixar is its own thing. Um, Disney. I just know, but I mean, like, it like it does Marvel, you yeah. know, there's just so many movies since the, they started that they got their whole thing now. Cause it just yeah. kind of, st- it just doesn't seem like it was that long ago that Pixar started, mm-hmm. but that must've been in the early nineties or late eighties probably. Yeah. But when you get older, time is not a thing. Now there, there are a <laughs> bunch of movies on the right on the best picture that I haven't seen that I want to, uh, I still haven't seen Don't Look Up. I really want to watch that. You did um, see I thought you okay. I haven't seen Nightmare Alley yet. I really, really want to watch that. That's on HBO Max now. Uh mm-hmm. just came out. Both both of those I really, really want to see. Um yeah. I might actually watch one of them today because what the hell, why not? Um Yeah, yeah. Don't look up I was just, really good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And I just 
I just wish that Marvel movies were treated the same as other movies because I don't think the subject matter should really dictate whether or not the movie's taken seriously. Right. Does that make sense? You know, as long right. as it's a good yeah. film, who cares? Yeah. If someone sure. makes a, um, I don't know, if someone makes a Dora the Explorer movie that is just the greatest movie in the freaking world for that year, nominate yeah. it for an Oscar. Who cares yeah. about Dora the Explorer? You know what I mean? Like, no. no I'm I know, not saying the Dora thinking. the Explorer movie that came out is awesome. I'm not saying that. But I just try to pick a random thing. Like, if somebody well, makes a Charlie about Brown that movie, too, you know. Musicals, I guess, don't come out as much either, but musicals for a while got shut down too. But I mean, since you know the Grease days and uh, yeah, and Saturday yeah. Night Fever and all that stuff, but mm -hmm. we haven't had any of that. But you know, I feel like you know Steven Spielberg was he nominated this year for director? Yeah, West Side Story. Yeah, which that okay, one I, I wondered think, if that's he awesome. Was, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying because I've heard this movie is phenomenal. Me too. And yeah. I do have I have the original on Blu-ray because I was my one of my mom's favorite movies and she nice. made me watch it all the time. So I've, I still haven't seen this new one, you know, and uh, yeah. I love the music. I love I can sing most of all the songs. And if on you there. like musicals, you have HBO Max. I definitely recommend In the Heights. Yeah. In the Heights yeah. is amazing. It's written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did uh, Hamilton and also yeah. does the music, did the music for. Um... Oh, my God. It's gone now. The boom thing. The boom. Tick, 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 boom. Yeah. But... Tick, tick, boom. Oh my God, I totally lost it. The movie with The Rock mm -hmm. and the, oh my God. Uh, I know. Um, Moana, um, thank you. God, Mo yeah. oh my God. Anyway, yes. he did the music for that. You almost as well. lost your card for a second. Oh my God, it was dangerous. Your I can, Disney card. I, I can feel friends of mine listening to this screaming the name at me as I'm saying it. But yeah. um, it's a great musical, though. It's on HBO. It was Max. floating in my head, too, by the way. I couldn't bring it. Like I, mouth, I could it picture it and everything. Yeah, me and I too. Knew the characters' too. names and yeah. <sighs> so yeah. yeah, I definitely recommend that. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, also the Super Bowl this year. Mm -hmm. Now Todd and Brett don't mm -hmm. sports. Not really. I'm understanding and, it more though now. But yeah, and and the halftime I mean, shows. Have, I love basketball. Last, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. And and the halftime shows once have been kind of. Eh. But this mm -hmm. year, mm -hmm. this year, mm -hmm. Interscope Records represent Rep. in Detroit. Mm -hmm. This year, we got Dr. Dre. We got freaking Snoop Dogg. We got freaking Eminem. Eminem mm -hmm. is performing at the halftime of the Super Bowl. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah. I think that's awesome. And, and there's an article from TMZ that I'm looking at, which is why I mentioned this. Eminem, when he gets to L.A. for the Super Bowl, is bringing his new restaurant with him. Uh, Eminem, for I'm those of you who don't know, opened up a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah. That's a very, you know, as a nice play on the, the lyric from the song Lose Yourself and the movie Eight yeah. Mile and many, many memes for a long time. Uh, um but yeah. apparently the sh the restaurant is off the chain. Everybody talks about just how good the food really is. Yeah. Um, and Eminem even said, uh, or the owner, sorry, uh, the co-owner said, it's not the kind of policy you'd expect uh, if your grandma came from Italy. It's more like the spaghetti you'd know if your mom came from Michigan on a bus. 
<laughs> but it's a brick and mortar restaurant in his hometown of Detroit. He opened it in September. Um, and apparently it's just, it's incredible. I've heard about it. Um, another talk show just the other day too. Um, they must've been trying to promote something to do with that, but the guest actually brought on the spaghetti. I think it was either, it's one of the Jimmy's, I think. <laughs> and uh, either Jimmy, either, either, either Fallon like, or oh Kimmel. Huh? It was, Fallon yeah, or Kimmel. Fallon or Kimmel, I don't remember. I don't think, I think it probably was Fallon. Yeah. But, but they were talking about how good it was. And I'm like, you know, next time in, we're in Detroit, man, if it's not too far, I mean, it is, is it on 14 mile? I, eight uh, mile? I, it's somewhere Near in there. 18. We need to do a road trip, man. You and I need to go get some mom spaghetti. I'm just saying, I'll drive. Uh, yeah. I don't care. I do we need to, yeah. I got a nice car. We can do this. Let's go. I'm just saying, maybe we need to do that and review it for the next episode. I'm just saying, yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. shoot some stuff on location, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. We're Oh, we just yeah. got an episode idea. There it is. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Hitman and Todd's mm-hmm. uh, restaurant review coming at you soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So now to shift gears. Uh, 2022 has been a beast as far as celebrity deaths this year already. Yeah, I know. Um, we lost the great Betty White at the end of 2021. Uh, in the beginning of 2022, we lost people like the amazing Bob Saget, mm-hmm. um, Sidney Poitier, an amazing actor, incredible. Uh, and then recently, um, Meatloaf. Yeah. Meatloaf. Man, that, that one hit me hard. Um, mm, yeah. I was I, I was and am a huge fan of his work. Uh mm-hmm. him and Jim Steinman. I mean, what a match. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my money, it's really hard to beat the Bad Out of Hell record. Oh, for sure. It's so good. Uh yeah. that one, Bad Out of Hell too, you know. And and his other stuff uh sprinkled in there as well. But you know, he was a very unconventional performer and singer. But an amazing theatrical showman as he came from a theater background. Mm-hmm. Hell of a singer. Um, but sadly... Perfect the, match with Jim Steinman, too, you know? Perfect match. Yeah, and, and Jim Steinman then went on to write stuff for other people. Like, he wrote uh, for Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. That was Jim Steinman. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Air Supplies, Making Love Out of Nothing at All. That was Jim Steinman. Yeah. Um, Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Mm-hmm. Was Jim Steinman? Uh, Jim Steinman died a couple years ago, sadly. But um, yeah, people like that, you know, it's it's just a good match. They it really I think, was because his theatrical background with you know doing like Jesus Christ Superstar. I think he might have been in mm-hmm. some different. He was and in then, the original production of Hair. Yes, that's and, what I did. Uh, the original Rocky about. Horror Show before it was Rocky Horror Picture yes, Show. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. he played the same role in that I, I, that he did in the movie, I believe. Yeah, and just, now, just incredible. Um, wow. Um, and is that why I think isn't it that Katie Segal was? I think she's either sang background. I'm bad out of hell because I know that's not her singing on the original recording of. Yeah, you know. she was a background singer for Meatloaf for a while. I I, I think it might have been on that album, or it might have been an album after that. Um, she but wasn't the main much. like other singer. 
Yeah, yeah. That was uh, Ellen Foley who did uh, Paradise. But yeah. But yeah, Katie Seagal, and and she's an amazing singer. If you if you ever heard her stuff, if you ever watched yeah. Sons of Anarchy, she has songs in there in the soundtrack that she yeah. sings, and she has a really beautiful bluesy, jazzy voice. Like, and she's awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely a rough year so far in the world of celebrity deaths. Um, uh, Louis Anderson, another one. Yeah. Uh, wonderful comedian who had been battling cancer uh, for many years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Bob Saget, you know, people know from Full House, America's Funniest Home Videos, one of the funniest parts in uh, in uh, Half Baked. Yeah. Literally. You know, mm-hmm. we all know, I mean, this, we all know, according to that show, Bob Saget sucked dick for Coke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him, you know. It's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And his stand-up was so raunchy and so mm-hmm. just, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying these things. But it worked so well coming from someone who the world knew as Danny Tanner. You know what I yeah. mean? And he even had a song called Danny Tanner Wasn't Gay. <laughs> it, it was done mm-hmm. to the, the tune of the Backstreet Boys, uh, I Want It That Way. Um, I Want It That Way. Yeah. But there was this really awesome video on Instagram you can look up. It was on, I want to say it was John Mayer's Instagram. And it was him and Jeffrey Ross. So Jeffrey Ross was the is one of the main people in all the, the roasts, you know, that yeah. all the Comedy Central roasts and stuff. They had gone to LAX to pick up Bob Saget's car that he had left when he had flown out to go do his shows. And mm-hmm. the video is them in Bob's car for a half hour just telling stories about him and what a fierce, lovely, loyal friend and person he was. They said he never hung up with any friend in the world without telling them, I love you. And, and like, he was just a very loving, caring, like sweetheart of a guy. And, you know, you, you put that next to the, the stand-up comedy you see. It's such a f- stark contrast. But, yeah, uh, according to every single thing I've ever seen, he was just an amazing human being. Yeah. It, it, it was hard for me just because um, I didn't think that, I don't know, he didn't, I mean, he seemed like he was healthy. And just mm-hmm. his, that one was really weird because he wasn't, you know, you didn't think that he was sick. You didn't hear anything he, about him. He wasn't. Um, I think if no, I remember just, right, he was a heart attack, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, unlike Meatloaf, who actually got really sick. Um, yeah. He had sure. been dealing with a lot of health issues. I remember this video he posted right before he was getting ready to go have another surgery for his back or something. And yeah. like he was struggling to talk. Yeah. In yeah. a way. Um, which was kind of sad to see. So, I mean, his health already wasn't great. And then he contracted COVID and that was just, that was the end of it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's always harder when they go sudden and out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob had yeah. just done a show that night and yeah. everybody said he was in perfect health and fine. Went home, went to bed and, or went to his hotel and went to bed and just never woke up. Yeah. I guess that's the way you go if you're going to go. Yeah. Sign me up for that. Like if if when it's my time, sign me up so I don't even know what's gonna happen and just happens. Right. I, I right. prefer that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean if we can pick choose. <laughs> right. I don't think we can, but it'd be sweet. Or if we can look into the future and see and then maybe 
if you want to maybe just avoid that day going doing whatever that is that's going to lead us to right you know, <laughs> back to the future kind of you know thing maybe great scott um <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts um the hell's a yeah. gigawatt um <laughs> um the clock now, tower doc i know right such a great series if you haven't seen the Back to the Future series, do yourself a favor and do watch it right now after this show's over. Um, at least watch. That's the, first. the second time I'm going to second time mention that Steven Spielberg is a genius. He really is. I mean, I have never seen a Steven Spielberg movie that I was like, meh. <laughs> Every time I see a Steven <laughs> Spielberg movie, I'm like, I get it. This guy's amazing. Yep. He goes in. I guess is how like, you would say did it. Did you ever? Did you see Ready Player One? That might be one of the only ones I haven't seen. I oh, swear to it's God. on HBO. Do it. No, I'll I make should. you a deal. I'll make you a deal. I'll watch. Don't look up after we get off of this episode. I'll watch. Don't look up today. You got to watch ready player one. It might. I don't know what time today, but yeah, I'll watch. I just mean today. Not right now. You know, Oh okay. you yeah, got to yeah. watch that. Oh man. It's so good. Uh, lastly, we're going to yeah. wrap up today's episode with one of our favorite things to do. And let's talk about what happened on this day in history. Uh, uh, Wednesday, February 9th, day in history. We like to kind of reflect on things that have happened. There wasn't a whole lot this on, on this day, but a couple really cool things. Um, mm-hmm. In 1961 mm-hmm. uh, was the very first Beatles gig. Oh, really? At the, at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. They would play there nearly 300 times over the next two years. Mm-hmm. In in Liverpool, the Beatles' first gig in 1961. And then in 1964, literally the same day, but in 1964, was the first appearance of the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. From New yeah. York City, draws 73.7 million television viewers on that day i um i have a dvd of that i could watch that today too because it would be literally i'd be watching it on the same day that it was being recorded but i got that somewhere i need to watch that too it's a i I forgot about that i got that too um then also on that same day in 1964 was the creation and release of gi joe oh my god don't get me started real american hero man don't get me started, man. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. a G.I. Joe fanatic. I was a G.I. Joe fanatic. I had me like too. seven of them. My dad threw them away one day. He just was mad. He was mad because I didn't clean my room. No. He threw all my G.I. Joe stuff. That means all the tanks, the cars, no. boats, jeeps, all that stuff, and like seven different, with all different clothes now. Oh. I go in there and try to find one on like eBay, whatever, and it's like casualty of war, G.I. Joe, because there might be a hand missing oh. or like his hair shaved off or something. If you want a real one, so it's, it's all still a hundred bucks. Yeah, if you want a good shape, bucks and he has it. no hands. Yeah, you want one that's in great shape, you're looking at probably four digits. Oh, I know, and I'm God. looking like somebody doesn't know what they got at, like some kind of either like a Goodwill or a pawn shop or someplace. But those people look at all things now and mm-hmm. look to see what things are worth. And, you know, I just need like a $20, you know, <laughs> with the fuzzy hair. And if he, and if he is the talking G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip, oh. bonus. But now see, now you know see I, mean? I was an eighties kid and my G.I. Joe, you what your kids out. had. Yeah. were the little tiny plastic ones. And man, yeah. I had yeah. totes, literal totes full 
of GI Joes. I had the vehicles. Yeah. I had my next door neighbor Dustin yeah. and I had tons and tons of them. We loved them. GI Joe was something so cool for kids in in the eighties and nineties. Man, it was so cool. Yeah. Um. In 1985, uh, on this day in history, Madonna's album Like a Virgin went to number one on this day in 1985. Wow. Her blockbuster really? album went to number one and stayed there for three weeks on the top of the charts and at number one. That's not, one of my, not favorite. my favorite Madonna album, but amazing album. No, it's one of my favorites just because, you know, she does a remake of... Um, uh, Love Don't Live Here Anymore? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Um, that's an old Rose Royce, Rose Royce song from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. The people that did car wash, you know. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, she did the, that. I like that album a lot. There's the, Even the songs that weren't hits I like, and that's yeah. usually pretty rare with early what Madonna. What would your favorite Madonna album be? Quick Fire. What would your all-time favorite one? I would say either like A Prayer or True Blue. Yeah, True Blue is mine. It, yeah, it's so true, hard. But... It's so hard to beat "Live to Tell." Yeah, I know. And pop, but, don't you know, preach and uh, open your live... heart. And ugh. I know. But did you ever see? The... Just look up the track listing, though, for like a prayer. There's some good ones on there. There's oh, yeah. "Cherishes" on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, express yourself. Yes, express yourself. Like a prayer, of um, course. Uh, the get one it that, together. The one that Prince wrote. Think... Um, yeah, I forget the name. Yeah, love song is called. Thank I you. think a love yeah. song. Yeah, that's a pretty good album too. Those two. Plus, when I got that like a prayer though, it was when there was a whole hype about it. So if you got the original pressing of the CD, not the album, but the CD, it was supposed to smell like her, which was like some kind of almost not a patchouli smell, more (laughs) flowery. Mm-hmm. But the actual CD smelled like that when you opened it up. Oh wow! The booklet, the booklet smelled. I've like got that an original per- pressing of the vinyl, thanks to you. But uh, yeah, the the yeah. CD, no though, that'd be fun to find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Discogs and the Hitman for finding me that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in nineteen ninety five, ten years later, on this day in history, I Irish music and dance show Riverdance. Opened in Dublin, Ireland for the first time with lead dancer Michael Flatley. The guy mm. who, the busiest feet you've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting to watch. I mean, yeah. it was kind of, at times, you know, if you put different music <laughs> to a video, though, um, it, can, it can make it a little more funny. You know yeah, I mean? I've seen if many great videos where people put like, I saw one where they put the hamster dance to it. You know, mm-hmm. the do 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 that one. <laughs> and they're doing that. <laughs> Which is actually the song from the Disney cartoon Robin Hood just sped up. But uh it oh. you yeah, those are those are brilliant. They're so fun. Yeah. Um and finally on this day in nineteen ninety-seven, the Fox Smash cartoon series The Simpsons aired its one hundred and seventy-sixth episode, cementing it as the longest running animated series. In cartoon history. In 1997. In 97. And here we are in 2022. And guess what? It's still going. Yeah. It's crazy. My my kids love The Simpsons, which I find a parent mm-hmm. as a parenting win. Um, yeah, my sister and I, you know, grew up on The Simpsons. I've got all the box sets like you do. Um, yeah, you know, 
one of the reasons that I had the box sets is because me and Callie made that a tradition because mm-hmm. it always came out usually right around my birthday in October, like the week before, week after, right they're around doing there. Again now too. The they're, new... they're doing it again. They're, they're, they're bringing them back because they? they stopped making well, them for cool. a while, but they're doing the rest of the season. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But what me and Callie would do is we would, when it was released, that was like a thing that we'd do is like, Oh, we'd see the new one. Like, Oh, it's, it's a tradi- tradition. So I would buy it. And then mm-hmm. we would go watch it. We'd go home and watch like maybe at least one disc of it before nice. we stopped. But yeah, that was like a tradition for us. So a lot of those every year, that's why we did that because they were released every year. And it was, awesome. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing, but it's for us to me and her to watch. It's not weird cool at all. I mean, else... I don't think it's weird at all. When I was a kid, my parents and I had tradition shows too. Um, my dad and I, every week without fail, Quantum Leap was our show. Yeah. When that show oh, was yeah. on, my dad and I, Quantum Leap, man, we yeah. had to see. We had to see if he made it home. Spoiler alert: <laughs> he never did. Don't. Uh, they're bringing the show back, though. I don't know if you know that. Uh, oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, Peacock's bringing it back. Um, that's cool. With Scott yes. Bakula and everything, which would be that'll be really. Cool. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's. Um, so it's a continuation. We'll get to see what the heck Sam's been up to for thirty years. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Quantum Leap was my and my dad's show, and my mom and I was married with children. Mm, and yeah. uh Roseanne were the two shows that we we loved to watch. Yeah. And then when I got older, uh, of course it was Simpsons with me and my sister. Um mm. so yeah, I don't think that's silly at all because you know, entertainment has this really amazing thing of being able to bring people together in so many cool ways. You know. You know what I mean? It does. I mean, look, it, it brought does. us together. Here we are, you know? It did. Our love it of did. music and whatnot made us pals, and now here we are yeah. many, many years later talking about yeah. it on a podcast. If that, right. you know, Who would have thought? You know? I know it. I, I know miss, it. I miss Modoggies. <laughs> throw that out yeah, there. It's, the place yeah. that I met, that we met, that uh, was one of the greatest places in Genesee County to go from for live music and food and hangouts mm-hmm. and the staff was awesome and the mm-hmm. owner was cool and like it was a great environment yeah, it, was it was very cheers yeah like you know, a lot of people talk about that there'll be another there'll never be another modoggies no. I, I remember walking in the door of like feeling like norm you know, yeah. cheers and he walked in and he's like, Norm, I'm yeah. walking Todd, you know, yeah. every time. I don't know what, who I would be. I wouldn't be. I you're mean, totally, I guess I'd you're, be. You're, you're totally Cliff. <laughs> the mailman. That's you. Cliff. Yeah, thanks. If I'm Norm, you're Cliff because they were the best buds. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can be I'll Norm if you it. want. I'll be Cliff. No, it's, I'll take it. <laughs> as long as neither of us are Frasier, we're good. Mm. <laughs> But on that note, um, I think that's going to be the end of our episode for tonight, uh, or today, I should say. I'm used to Rockstar Hours still. It's morning, folks, uh, Mm -hmm. when we're recording this. But that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We want to thank you for tuning in and listening to our antics. Um, We need to work on uh, getting that guest you were talking about off the air. Oh, yeah, we got him on the next episode. Uh, Give him a call. What, what What was his name? Um, Adam Powell. Yeah, so maybe the next episode we can do our restaurant review plus uh, have a special guest Adam Powell on the episode. Yeah. 
that would be a lot Sounds of fun. Good. So you heard it here first, yeah. folks. So we're going to jump off of here, watch some movies, and maybe go get some mom spaghetti in a few days and uh, <laughs> let y'all know how that is. But yeah. Uh, yeah, until then, make sure to follow us on Facebook at the Handyman Podcast. We uh, are also on Twitter with the same handle. Um, and, you know, keep up to date when things are going to be coming out wherever you can get your podcasts. And if there's any subjects you'd like to hear us talk about, anything you'd like to hear our opinions on, or if you know somebody you think it'd be fun to have as a guest on the show, as we like to feature inspirational people, uh, people that, mm -hmm. you know, live with disabilities or uh, of some sort or are handicapable people, as uh, we like to say. Um, if you know anybody that you think is mm -hmm. inspiring and would be really awesome to have on the show, please let us know. And we would love to have them on the show to feature them. And uh, until next time, I am Todd Gilbert. And I am Brett Fortney. And we'll see you all on the flip side. Toodles.